Hello there, this is Barry from Watford, and you are listening to the Muggy Bonehead Show, live on crmk.co.uk, every Wednesday from 10pm till midnight. Don't forget to follow the Muggy Bonehead Radio Show on Mixcloud, hosted by Billy Hayes and Dan Rayner. But above all, don't forget to pay me for this promotion, please. Thank you. Bazinga. I don't know really where to start. Independent and tough, their confidence and patter made this bunch of awful dodgers a good living. It's like being in the Roman days. He drives a jag and it's just... Yeah, you know it's your sandbars, but then again... But you, you do know he's one of your own, like, he's lifted, he lives in East Ham, he's alright, you know, he's, he knows what the score is. Uh, I don't know really where to start. Shake it up. People, even the kids leaving school, they know they ain't got no future. And the only thing the people that do is, like, either form a band or get into something that's a bit illegal or just go out straight into illegal things, like, I mean, like, thieving and robbing and things like that. You can understand why people do it. I'm not racist or I'm not a bigot or nothing. Have you wiped yourself? I mean, they was all doing silly things, weren't they? Like, jetting out the window, like, willies to girls, like, and all that. It's silly, like, you know, so... What's the punch shot mean? Well, out of What was that noise? And at first it was just me and Danny on it. And then once we got on it, we decided, like, all the rest of the geezers on the van were a bit sort of mugs, like, we couldn't really have a laugh at them. And all the others were just muggy boneheads anyway, like, you know. Shake it up, shake it up. 
Yeah. Ah. Uh. Ah, turn the headphones down. Hello, everybody. Turn your headphones down. Yeah, loud as hell. What is wrong with you? Not that loud. Quiet. Up, up, up. Up, up, up. Up yeah. it goes. Up it goes. How's that? Down a tiny bit. Oh, gee. There you go. Perfect. That's great. Perfection. I can hear myself. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Muggy Bonehead Show. It's just after ten o'clock. It's eleven minutes after ten o'clock on a Wednesday night. It's ten o'clock now. Here we are. It's ten o'clock now. Listen to the show, listen to the show, oh, how it will go, we don't know. Because tonight, we have not really known what we're doing. Tonight, it feels fresh. Feels like We never know what we're doing, what are you talking no, about? Every time we're coming on, Pat's still thinking, what the hell am I doing here, what? I'm on the radio show. That's crazy, B and C, D, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, N, L, P, Q, R, S, E, over there, Z. Alright. Crazy. You've decided to change your life? Yeah, I have actually. We'll go into that at some point. Yeah. Daniel's had an epiphany. We keep having epiphanies. Nothing comes of them, to be honest. Although, there's a few things things in the pipeline that are working. Well, I've noticed you've turned into some crazy, like, awesome wells (laughs) on a budget. (laughs) Awesome wells. (laughs) Or or sore swells. That's what you're more like. These are sore swells. like, hell. It's easy for you to say. The sort of... It's not not particularly (laughs) very easy for me to say. You did mumblecore. Oh, God. Feels like we've done too much. Downloaded um, the Adobe Creative Cloud. It comes with just absolutely everything. It's, well, it don't come with so a carpet. Anybody that with any creative mind out there, the tools are so achievable to make brilliant stuff. If you've got the mind for it, which I don't know if I have yet. I hope I have. But I've certainly got the tools. I've certainly yeah. got the laptop. I've got the software. And I've got cameras and we've got music and we've got guitars and we've got art and we've got all this stuff and we just need to find a way of getting it all into that software just pouring it into that adobe creative software showing you stuff giving you stuff that will make us money that is all i want to do i don't care about the art anymore i don't care about i don't care about hey man hey man what you're a farmer for selling stuff to horses just about the art man yeah no I want money. I'm sick of doing a stupid, crappy job just to support my family. I want to do it doing stuff I like. Stop messing me about and get me out there. Maybe I need talent. You, well, you've, I think mean, you've got that, unfortunately. Yes, he said it. Um, the thing I was thinking about that today, even on the way here, it flashed into my brain about something very important that I've forgotten. Hmm. Go back to what you said. This is a repeating theme. Well, I just, I just, I've, yeah, we've we've now got. I've just all for Christmas on my Christmas list. I've ordered a green screen. Yeah, comes with a white screen and a black screen, lights, camera, action. I've got we've got the cameras. That's it. You now like anyone that wants to do stuff now, right? You're not restricted by anything but your input because you've got a place to show it. Equipment is doable. Even if you're on a budget, if you use that stuff you've got that's not so good, use it as style, people will like it. So, whatever you're doing, painting, dressmaking, building walls, you've got a way to show it to someone. It's been, it's been, um, for quite a while now, it's been possible, but it's sort of only recently that I feel like I've been trying to cotton onto it. But, you know, if you even look at things like the streets, you know, all that was, all that first album was recorded on his laptop. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? In, a, in you know, his bedroom, and uh, pretty much put out as it was. It might have been mastered, maybe, but pretty much the, 
the, the essence of it was so all created in his, in his bedroom. Good, yeah, and it was vision, out there. MySpace, the MySpace, MySpace days. Yeah, they were good days. Would still be good if it wasn't so slow. It seems to be like in a swamp, like you walking through it as if you're walking through treacle. In MySpace. Well, we need a new MySpace. So the, the, nobody, well, unless unless it's retro, people go back to MySpace and it be, and it suddenly improves and becomes brilliant. MySpace must be money laundering scheme because like they did just kind of, sort of drop the ball. It's almost like they've just the, if you went to the MySpace office, it'd just be empty. They've just got the site playing on a loop. It's a crazy man, a robot. Just rats living, yeah. like, running around, and they're sort of you know just all the floors have caved in. You've yeah. just got this. How it's still going? This server that's just still plugged in. And they left. What? Well, the only way in a, in a co- coked up mess. The only way MySpace would survive is like people that get kicked off YouTube, like Alex Jones and stuff, went on MySpace and used that platform because they'd be so desperate for anybody that they would ban him. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's how it's resurrected through the. Uh, but anyway, censorship. So we need a new MySpace. Daniel's giving himself a target. We're not going to talk about it just yet. Target? Oh no! Yeah, this is it. I felt like in my life I've had phases and they've all come to a boiling point where I've reacted to it and just changed who I am. Like, I can't do this anymore. That's the only option. And I switch and it's an improvement and I go for something that I really want. And like last time it happened was about 10 years, 20 years ago, was I sort of shifted my direction. I was sort of a bit lost, uh, lonely and out of sorts really and I kind of I was reading some good books at the time I was reading Carlos Castaneda books which really kind of helped me see the way I was controlling my brain and I had a night where I just really thought about what I wanted and I remember sitting in my room looking and this is a full moon just perfectly framed in my window and I just sat on the bed and just looked at it and looked at it and almost like begged for this change but I felt like when it came out I felt like it wasn't a want, it was, this is what has to happen. It's like everything built up to this moment where I had to ch- change, you know. I had to find something to make me happy because I was lost. And then it happened. Like, from that night, I had loads of serendipities. Things that were in the book started unfold- unfolding in my life. And then my life got completely turned around. And I went in the direction I wanted and but I've taken that direction 20 years and I'm at another point where I want to I'm at that same point I want to change it again I want to shift off this pathway and into something else and uh, there's a song I'm going to play the next song I'm going to play was instrumental 20 years ago I remember this girl sat me I was in my flat in Brighton and uh, she told me to sit in a sit in the room and listen to this track can I suggest something yeah can I suggest you don't queue up the next track oh, well, alright we'll play it after this one after okay. this one yeah right. nobody ever loved me like she does oh she does yes she does and if somebody loved me like she do me oh she do me
Well, we're back in the room. The day is saved. Daniel didn't yeah. save something to the USB stick. I left it on my desktop. Saved by my wife. Genius. So I, I rang home and I said, drag the file into Dropbox. And I did it. And then now I've got it. Excellent. So go to emails. Go to Billy Hare. Uh, Billy Hairs. Well, we don't have to talk us through this. Yeah. Sorry. People want to know how things work in this world. Sometimes, if you're not prepared and you mess up, you just got to adapt and just work something out. Get a yeah, plan. Get your brain going. <clears throat> do you, but, but do you just say it out loud all the time so everybody can hear when you're readjusting to the plan that failed? If the, if I'm a teaching, I'm a spiritual guru. No, 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 no. You're not teaching anybody. I am. What you're doing is letting people know pathetic you are but do I look phased are you on the radio out there do I look phased nah sort it out I bet they're so interested in this right now Daniel yeah second attempt have you got so it so guest has guest has pied us off who um, pirate yeah oh well never mind. we'll get him one day yeah we'll, we'll get him catch him in the high seas mm. swashbuckling adventures will be had by all definitely want to write another song tonight Good. Gonna write, we're going to write a country and western song tonight. A what? Country and western song What? Tonight. And western? I don't know why. Well, I don't know what the western's all about. You? Well, I can guess. Guestin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, please just punch. I did that. You got the email. What email? Of all my information that I've sent to you. Yeah, probably. Saved by the smell. Lucky I remembered what I did wrong. So tell us a little bit about your little epiphany in life. Epiphany, yeah, change. Yeah. Oh, you told us earlier though, didn't you? Yeah. I wasn't listening to a word so you said. So I've got to give. I've given myself a year to like make it in the art world, like get because I've like I had one exhibition in two thousand, mate Rob, and it was really good, fun. But I was still naive as a painter and things like that. You know, there were good some good pictures, but you know it's a bit of fun really, and I've not had any exhibitions. I've had some in the cafe, but I only it's only like a couple. Um, every now and again but it's, it's, only, it's in my village but I want to show my stuff to people and I think people like it I did a I did a my wife's friend her son did you? <laughs> no her son loves dragons and um, I did a little I did a paint a picture a drawing of the dra- dragon's head it looked quite cool quite good design and um, gave him it and he absolutely loved it and he said it protects him from nightmares and it was really, really, really loved the picture. And I've had some in the cafe, and I'm getting some good responses from all sorts of people, old, young, sort of people you consider left, people you consider right, and they're sort of connecting with my work. And uh, my head's changed that I've got to do this. This is what I've got to do. And I think if I could make a living as that, I'd have more time to do this. And things would start moving in the direction I want to live. I feel trapped a bit, I suppose. And uh, it's all, you know, you trap yourself from a good place because everyone wants to provide. Everyone wants to do the right thing and have enough money in the house. And, but you sometimes compromise what you want to do in life because you're here for a time, aren't you? You get to spend time on Earth. And what you do with it, let me know, it affects you. I guess you we, you consider it more the older you get, as, as rubbish as that sounds, it's true. Because you just, you just think to yourself, well... If I've spent the last, which I have, personally, I have, the last five years existing in a world of stress and, you know, a lot of frustration and, you know, 
every, the carrot is always just yeah. not 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 reachable. When you dig it, it's gone off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's mouldy. Yeah. yeah, I think it will probably would have disintegrated back into the ground by the time I get to it. Yeah. We, um, so you got to change. And what so you chase it, but but you know when Don't you go can, after carrots, you, when you put can, your head down, eat the grass, and you consider your existence. As, as that what is exactly what it is you are literally just existing as a life form under a lot of stress now do you put yourself under that stress of course you put yourself under some of it um, and that's the problem is it's really difficult to have those two to split the two because you've got you have this and spirituality you can look at that in any way you know I'm not talking from a religious point of view but that that thing that makes you bloom as a human being that mm. thing that makes you uh, brings you makes you alive and makes you makes you you know and uh, the one thing I notice is that any any someone doing anything creative I'm buzzing yeah I'm buzzing as I'm doing it and I'm really and then when it's finished and 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 even its imperfections I'm proud of you know yeah, I'm proud of some of it not everyone gets to feel that a lot of people don't ever feel proud because they've got an outlet to get good at some of it and feeling proud of the work you've done is amazing for your soul and so to the, to the split of that and you know being having to kind of tap into the rat race and the the, the everyday life and the the rents and the mortgages and the bills and the and the and know, time and the pain. passing yeah and, and, like and missing the, out on all the things you should have been doing with your family your kids and stuff like because you've been intensely trying to do something else like work like time just vanishes stolen from you that's the biggest crime yeah is so I was saying earlier about when I got sat in that room by the lady to listen to that song didn't I what was room by the lady by the song my 20 years ago shift when I shifted 20 years ago to where I am now right and uh, I presume you're queuing up the song I'm going to talk about I am indeed yeah well that person who actually sent the Dropbox file to save us was my wife and um yeah, this this song is David Gray's song album actually, and there's something just about that album that's got something in it. I don't know what it is. It sounds, it, you know, it could be mistaken for like an Ed Sheeran album or something like that. But he's got something in those that first album. Is it White Ladder, whatever it is? Don't know. I I, I dismissed him quite a bit. Yeah, but there's something in there. There's some connection that always moves me, and. um yeah, I think like I'm sailing away from my past life and I'm going to become someone else. Disappeared without a trace 
Talking of being creative, dip. when are we going to write this country song? Dip, 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 dip
tell me. And we can do it now. We're gonna, well, we don't have to do it now. We can we, we can make a start on it. We yeah. can do the first verse now. May as well. All right. Well, it's fresh. Ladies and gentlemen. You doing it for that computer software again? Yeah, we're going to generate the lyrics. We'll do, we'll, do we'll do a word each. No. Yes. I'll do all of them. No. You ruin it by doing... No, I'll, I'll be... I'll, all right, we'll do one each then. Be like that. No. Selfish. One word each, not a song each. That's ridiculous. No, that's what I said. Why is, see, why is David Gray playing in the background? Ridiculous. Right, here we go. you are so, stupid. So, song lyric generator. Song lyric generator. This song is the greatest generator. game ever. No, I'm going to play this every week. Chess is. I don't care what anyone says, I'm playing Chess it every week. Chess is the greatest game ever made. <clears throat> song lyric this. generator. If you don't know about this, I'm going to tell you about it now. Type in song lyric generator. That's what I've done. Why was it got a typewriter in front of him? And what don't it does, work. the homepage will come up with... Different genres. Gymnast. You've got freestyle song, you've got rap, you've got metal, you've got love song, summer song, country, X Factor song. I wonder if that'll be like a Coldplay sort of like sub story moment. Might be. Christmas song. But it doesn't no make the that. song. Got one of them it doesn't the make the song for you, which is what I thought it was gonna do. It just gives you the lyrics. It gives you, well, it gives you it gives but you prompts. Luckily, Billy plays the guitar. And you have to come up with words. So well, you we need a prompt, right? Yeah. You, you go first, because I'm better at Is this song about a boy or a girl? About a frog. About a boy. <laughs> so, no, you you got no choice. You have to have. pick one or the other. No, you don't. You have to Hack tick it. a box. It's ticking a box, it's not all the right, right word, alright? Okay. Tick a box. Boy or a girl? Boy. Somebody you're devoted to. You'll go first. Someone I'm devoted to. Hitler probably known you. Eric. What? An, adje- an adjective to describe a truck. Sucker. Is it a sucker? A sucker. He said sucker. Something or somebody you miss dearly. Example: my nan. Mountains. Your that's b- that's it's mountains. My turn. It's my, turn. It's my anniversary, isn't it? What? Well, it's six years since my nan died today. Oh bless. Nanniversary. That's a good joke, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you're anniversary. Gonna, if you uh, call them grandma, no, I call them. Oh, actually, I call her no, nine. I'm saying if they call them it's grandma, nine, it's my nine anniversary because we used to call her nine because she was German. Oh. She always said no. No, uh, she was Welsh and apparently Nan is nine. Is it in Welsh? Yeah, that's interesting. She was from Abergavenny. Really? Yep. Seems okay. So something or somebody you miss dearly. It's you in it. Something or somebody. Uh, Something. Mon- uh, Monkey Harris from uh, Minder. No, it's my, it's my turn. Right. Someone or something I miss dearly. Um, Ross Kemp. Do you? Yeah. Poor old Ross Kemp. Terrorised like now. Been to so many places that he thought. Place in the country, example Nashville, St Ives. A uh, place in the country. Toilet. <laughs> That's exactly where we are. In the toilet. We're this in the studio old used to be glory where hole. people pooed and weed on mass and did cottaging. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. They didn't. Glory holes. No, that wasn't invented then. It's a right. new fad. Two geographical features of the place above. Plural. Example: mountains, rivers. Place above. Above what? No, I two said toilets. Two to describe. Uh, no, two geographical features of the place above. What's that Plural. mean? Example, mountains above, rivers above. All right, uh, top secret. Oh, no, no, the place above. Top so secret. Geographical features about the toilet. So you've got to talk about what... What's above the toilet? Shit. 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 Can't work, can't, can't swear. Uh, must be rude. Spur. 
I don't know if I get away with that one. We. We. No, they put we because it sounds French. Uh, it's got to be a plural. We's. Poos. Poos. Poo poos. Poo poos. Alright. Have I got to put poo poos? Can I just put poos? Put poo poos. Come on, we're brave. We won't get censored. Alright. I done a poo. Uh, so two geographical. It's my turn. Two geographical features of the place above. Plural example: mountains, rivers. Is it my turn? You no, said it's my turn. No, it's my turn. You said poo poo. My turn. No, you get two. I oh, get do one of them. That's my how turn. it works. Look at the instructions. Another feature: plural about the toilet. Uh, poo poos and. Don't say. Uh, no, I won't. Um, Um, spazzers. No, oh, don't say, <laughs> I say that. I just said words. Sorry, I apologise. That I can't believe he's done that. I thought it was a cleaning product. <laughs> uh, sorry, that was weird. Why do I want to do that? Toilet ducks. I'm nervous. No, that's boring. Put um, put on uh, Batman. No, not Batman. It's got to be a plural. Batman. No. Uh, <laughs> wheelie bin. Wheelie bins. Willy Bins. No, I pretended to go there. What? Willy Bin. <laughs> no, I pretended to go there. No, I have Willy Bin to Hong Kong. Oh, disappointment. Uh, Two adjectives to describe those ge- geographical features. Example, tall, green, brown, ugly, um, smelly. Um... Well, I'm going to pick Smelly on one of them, because there's two you can pick, so well, you, you right, get one, I'll get the other All right, you do Smelly, and I'm going to do... Um, two objectives describe those geographical features. Example, tall, green, itchy... Uh, no, not itchy. Uh, round, yellow... Um, brown. Well, colours. I don't do colours. You don't have to do colours, but something to describe it. Um... Wispy Wispy Wispeach A colour Uh Caravan My turn, My turn. I bet you pick a real colour Like an idiot Caravan An adjective to describe Somebody's hair Example Red wavy Angry <laughs> Angry The angriest hair In the world Was uh, Worn by Professor Clark Sound you hear in nature Example Farts Something you shouldn't live your life like. Example, a fool, a cheat, a um, punk. No. A drowner. A, a drowned cat. A drowned cat. can doing it. Don't drown your cat. But it's got to be my turn. A positive characteristic for a person. Example, kind, loving, uh, tight. What are you saying? One. Okay, we're ready to go. Write my country song. Here we go. Please work. Yes, we're in. I'm not ready, though. All right, cool. All right, I'm gonna. I know what I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play something that I found on the today. Internet. Yeah, that's what I found. On found the it today. Internet. Yeah, that's what I found. I found this song on by internet. somebody. And what was his name? It was Mister. I'm not telling you. Fish finger fan. Where's the music? Music's Where's gone, the music? music's gone, the music's gone, it's all gone wrong. Oh no, what should we do? Play another song, one, two, two. Hello, hello. Here it is comes, right, this is the one. 
I had this today, uh, the other day. Did. It made me think that's good, even though it's not normally my sort of cup of tea, but I'm going to play it anyway. So we're going to have a little up. break in that, and we're going to have a little bit of that, and we're going to have a little bit of that. Probably going to be an advert. Ag- so let's preempt. Do. No. Where we go. Bye. Situation. Shorty thought she subtle, but she really was blatant when she shook a thing and violated. Now these wolf like thoughts are formulated. I'm saying, oh, is there some heart up in here? Am I strong back? Well, yeah. Plus, we can hold the convo or go to the movies, my crib, whatever, yo. Just wanna see you by my side. We on 95, know the stashes in the ride. A rapper nigga gets real. You would find me in the cipher if I didn't cop a deal. Slate like big weight, you buy, I sell, we split big cake, uh, uh, let's move your little thing, <laughs> move it around, let's shake a little thing, uh, uh, yeah, such a vibrant thing, vibrant thing, a vibrant thing, uh, yeah, such a vibrant thing, vibrant thing, a vibrant thing, yeah, uh, such a vibrant thing, uh, vibrant thing, a vibrant thing, uh, vibrant thing, a vibrant thing, uh, vibrant thing, out, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Back in the room and we got caught out because he was playing with his fiddly guitar. 
Say it, Seaboy Blues. They're good lyrics, I'm trying to, trying to work it. I found it easy. I was just riffed the styling, and he was like struggling. We're going to need to know, listen to another song, I think, before. I'm going to get you your 11 o'clock bit. We'll do this later. 11 o'clock bit? Well, not now. Not yet. No, we've got about ages and ages. a little while. We can have a little chat. We're not going to talk about that. I've got a mystical uh, 11 o'clock bit that's going to, like, hopefully help your brain sort of shift a bit around and sort some rubbish out. So, you feel a bit creeped out about my idea then? What? Your puppets. <laughs> He's gone mad. Don't He's tell like, everyone. Imagine it, Orson Welles. You can't, you can't it, tell anybody any more than what you've said so far. If it, Orson Welles is like falling asleep with the uh, cooker on and the gas had like filled the house up with his brain slowly rotted away into some insane ma- megalomaniac. He's going about some puppets he wants to buy. <laughs> buy <laughs> little suits so yeah. he can read the news on a green screen. Oh no! You tame way too much. Don't tell anymore. I'm serious. I'm this only saying so people can take you away. No, don't say anything to anybody. This is this is this is a finished product in my head. This is finished. This idea. I thought it was English. Stop it! Don't say any more. Okay, but can you imagine what it's like to hear that news from someone you respected? Don't tell him that. It's gone mad. It's like yeah, and then we can put plaster scenes all over the walls and, <laughs> and scrape it, and we can animate that and be a really good advert for Coca Cola. I am. I am <coughs> aware that uh, without trying to. Um, um, compare myself to him in any way whatsoever I'm aware that I may look a little bit like mad Brian Wilson telling everybody this is brilliant you've got to listen to this bit this and you know turns out Brian Wilson is right it turns out he was right so maybe that you never know yeah. but I've got I have I've got this finished product this concerto in my head that's just done and, and yet you're an electrician and it's brilliant and like, I haven't I've got to buy some puppets and puppets are expensive especially the ones I want and then I've got to buy a baby 18 month old they're like, old, they look like 25 year old models with like holes in them <laughs> well so maybe that's maybe that's but he uh, says they're good for filming this I've this idea it's incredible Imagine if it worked. Like, imagine that man on the mic, like, got really respected by doing this puppet show. The way he did it, it just—it was so clever. The way he did it, and imagine, like, you know, this is just things just coming out of my head that are stupid, and and I don't really apply much meaning to them. But when people heard them, they just applied their own meaning, and I had just become this completely accidental genius in the eyes of all these other people. But to me, it's just—it's a good idea, but. You know what I mean? Imagine if everybody else thought I was brillianter than I thought they I might, was. You might be brilliant, because it's such a crazy idea that only you could it's pull it off. It's not crazy, though. It's so obvious. It's a crazy dream. It's not crazy. Well, it's not crazy to give up being an electrician to make oh, my I'm not doing that. For God's sake, I'm not going to leave my job over it. Jesus, He's I'm going to make oh, it, that's, and that's hopefully amb- eventually that's ambition. Job. Yeah. But I'm, eventually, I'm not going to do it off the bat, am so I? So you are going to leave your job to become a puppet to, according, according to the union. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, guys. I'm doing a Punch and Judy road show. <laughs> sort of imagine the documentary following that sad, shuffling man full of regrets after his family have disowned him, <laughs> living in the back of a van with his puppet show, still keeping the dream alive. It will work. It will work. Then I'll show you. One day, one day they're, they're going to make teeth fall out. They're going to make a theme park out of my puppets and my shows. <laughs> <laughs> One Imagine day you're the new Disney. <laughs> the new Disney. The new Jim Henson. So, sort of twenty five years down the line, sort of we're about to die. It's like, how the hell did I do that? And somebody plays this to you when you're about to die and says, huh, "See, yeah." And I'll just go, "Yeah," but it was quite embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs>
yeah. Don't give so, up your dreams. <laughs> maybe don't give up your daddy dreams. Maybe don't. Maybe you should follow your dreams. Maybe you should follow, follow out your well-executed thoughts. Yeah, maybe. I'm going to play something. Good. He's got Jenga on his phone. <laughs> Sulking. Playing Candy Crush. I ain't talking anymore. We're going on the phone to play games. Oh, I haven't heard this version. We're going to have a bit of this. Alright, good. Let's have a bit of this.
See what I've started doing recently. I started kind of up in the up in the energy levels of the way I speak to people on like on a day to day basis. As in, that's good. As in strangers, yeah. Particularly working in London. So whenever I go to a garage now, or you know, pop into a shop or whatever it is I do, always the person serving me. If I let someone cross the road, in fact, I've got I've got a, a, a story that I forgot all about. Actually, it's a link to this. I'll tell you in a second. And I've just, as American as it sounds, I've just started telling people to have a good day, and just be, you know, just you know, I've always been a, no, I've always been polite. I've always said hello, please, thank you, and all that, you know, all the the standard stuff. Generally, kind of quite an affable guy, but but recently I've just upped the ante on on when I'm speaking to strangers and like. Telling someone to have a good day, you'd be surprised how many people react with "Oh, and you too." You know, like that sort of slight yeah. surprise, that slight kind of kind of pleasant surprise of, and it's and it's enough for me to just completely just decide that's the way I'm going to do it from now on because it's it's um it's just yeah it's just kind of like a little unexpected you know and you say it with I do say it genuinely as well yeah you know, hope you have a good day all it together and it works um. And the other day, I was driving um, somewhere. I was in northwest London somewhere, and it was school time. It was either the I think it might have been the end of the day, and um, this couple, uh, this woman with two kids, was crossing the road. And this little girl, she must have been about six. <coughs> she thanked me for letting them cross the road. Oh, good manners! But looked me in the eyes with the smile oh, that bless. that went. Right, really touched me inside. I know I have to be careful about <laughs> phrase <laughs> word things. No, but I know what you mean. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's magic, and it, was, it? it was pure, like, thank you. It really, she really, really looked at me and she really thanked me. Made and the effort. It just, it just really, just, it completely disarmed me of any potential road rage incident in the next 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just, just took that any. Any you know negative energy that was in me at that point was gone. Just kindness, like, and it was just it was just very 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 palpable, touching moment. That's nice, and it just goes to show that you know you put you sort of put out there. Yeah, it's important. Like, I've got a couple of mates that are really good at that. Like Rob and Mark. When I'm out with them and we interact with people working, like, say you're at a bar, or there's always a conversation between him and the person that he's dealing with like it always becomes friendly and there's more out of it and we leave those situations feeling like really high and like good about life like they're really good at that there's sort of it's more than a casual interaction that you normally get and, it, and it's, it's positive and the people feel really good about it and they're really good at that natural it says a lot about someone doesn't it it does yeah it, it, it just goes to show uh if you put that out there and you know again particularly London that has this obviously this reputation of being everybody's heads down and stuff but I've, you know I've, I've, every everything from when somebody lets you out you don't just put your hand up and wave you smile at them and try and catch their eye to smile at them <laughs> and try and just make that that human yeah, connection being on the receiving end of it is really good as well isn't it well this like, is it oh you're you, one of them people as well you, thank you, you for you, being alive thanks for the warmth yeah you are great I'm glad there's good people around like proper good ones like think a bit more, like take themselves out of themselves a little bit just to be nice to people. It's good, isn't it? I hope you're one of those out there listening. 
if you're not it's worth training yourself to do it because the pleasures you get back from it are immense what you give out you give it in sometimes but when you do get it it's nice What are some of the things that, you know, all of us who are here listening to you, what are the one or two things that we can do tomorrow which will, which will increase this level of awareness, perception, thoughtfulness? Oh, you're talking about a takeaway, huh? It has sense, but, you know, uh, an enduring takeaway. It's not lighthearted, it's not... Uh, you know, no. because we've, you know, we've heard a lot and I'm sitting here and saying, okay, so what do I do differently tomorrow? Let's say to learn ABC, the 26 alphabets, at least if you learn the Indian languages, you're not 54, whatever, 26 alphabets. How long did you take to learn to write them properly in their proper order and use them whichever way you want? How long did you take? Oh, I'm still at it. A long time. At least three, four years minimum. Yeah. To learn to make sentences and use the way you want, maybe you took twelve, fifteen years. Much longer than that, yes. Yes. So you gave so much just to learn some word craft. But to know something about the fundamental nature of your existence which could just change you dimensionally. You want to know it in two minutes. Why are you so unfair? No, I only want to know where to start in two minutes. Okay. Where to start? <clears throat> Just do this much before you go to bed today. One thing is, every hour, okay, remind yourself. Right now, it's going to be eight o'clock. Eight o'clock, remind yourself, wow, I'm still alive. No, don't laugh. So many people who go to bed today will not wake up tomorrow morning. More than a million people on the planet will not wake up tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, suppose you wake up. Yes, who knows? You always think it's not me, it's going to be somebody. <laughs> Very cruel <laughs> Tomorrow morning if you do wake up, first check, am I really awake, alive? I'm still alive, wow! Don't have to do anything, don't scream or something. What well, is one big smile, okay, I'm still alive. Over a million people didn't wake up tonight, but here I am, alive. Fantastic or no? What is the biggest thing in your life? You're alive right now, so you're still on tomorrow morning, just one smile, wow! Then maybe there are two, three, four people who matter to you much in your life, just check, he and she and that one and this one is alive. All alive, great! <laughs> if one million people died tonight, which they do every night, at least ten million people lost somebody who was dear to them. But none of those who are very dear to you are gone today, fantastic or no? Another big smile, don't tell anybody, just smile, okay, great. Eight o'clock in the morning, wow, eight o'clock, still alive. Every one hour, just do this exercise, okay?
every one hour, just remind yourself, check on. Please understand this. If you think about God, you will become hallucinatory. Only when you are conscious about your mortality, will you want to truly know the nature of this life. When you know, you're on right now and tomorrow morning you may be poof, gone. Now you want to know what the hell, what is this? I'm real right now, but tomorrow morning, gone. So many people who are so real and on, suddenly gone. Can't believe where did they go? But you thought about it for ten minutes and then you got busy. You had to text, my father is dead. <laughs> but remind yourself of your own mortality, let the question deepen. If you can do it every moment, it's great. If you cannot, at least once an hour, remind yourself that you're mortal. You're not immortal, you're mortal. If you know that you're mortal, suddenly you will see in a few days you have no time to do any nonsense which doesn't mean anything to you. You will do only what really matters to your life. You have no time to do any rubbish with anybody. You will have time only to make the… do the best things that you want to do, what you truly care to do in your life and nothing other than that. And that's what you should be doing because it's a very limited amount of time <laughs> I want you to know, it's a very brief life, that is if you're a joyful person. If you're a miserable person, of course it's a long life. <laughs> so, you <laughs> if you're joyful, if you live for hundred years, it's gone too quickly. If you're miserable, what a long life you will live, you know. So it's a very brief life. You should not be doing anything other than what truly matters to you, isn't it? Yes or no? Yes. But you're doing so much nonsense which doesn't mean anything to you, simply because you think you're immortal. Otherwise people are saying, no, I will live up to eighty, maybe hundred, so I will do this at seventy, I will… I will smile at my neighbor when I was seventy-five, you know, when all my work is done, when all the property issues are settled, <laughs> after that I'll smile at him. There is no such guarantee. Has anybody here come with a guarantee card for two days? No, you could be dead tomorrow morning. I'm not wishing that, I bless you with a long life, but it's possible, right? Every day it's happening to a million people means, can't it be you and me tomorrow morning, I'm asking? Yes or no? Yes. If you are conscious of your mortality, becoming aware will naturally happen because the significance of being alive will blossom. Uh, you used all kinds of words which are straight from the American coast, mindfulness, awareness, mental alertness. No, you need to separate these things. Being mentally alert will help you to survive better. If I'm mentally alert, I can drive better, I can do my work better, I can do something else better. It's survival. Right. Awareness is not about survival. When I first asked you the question, how do you know that you're here? You went around and then you said, I'm conscious. Only because you're aware, you're alive. Your awareness is aliveness, your aliveness is awareness. The question is only about how alive. Lot of people think if they're fifty percent alive, it's pretty good. Yes, you can survive fifty percent, but you need to understand, 
if we want to torture somebody, if you want to torture somebody, what would you do? You will kill them? Suppose you got, got employment in hell, let's say, you are given the job of torturing people, what will you do, kill them? Hello? No. No. Keep them half alive. <laughs> if you keep them half alive, that's called torture. So right now this is called self-torture, maybe you're preparing for employment elsewhere. <laughs> Because right from the age of two or three, people, your parents are asking you, what will you become, what will you become? What? Well, I'm born as a human being, I'm supposed to strive to become a human being. See, every life on this planet, whether it is in a bird, if it's a worm, insect, bird, animal, tree, whatever, every one of them is strive, striving to become a full-fledged life and that's all. A worm is trying to be a full-fledged worm, a tree is trying to be a full-fledged tree, that's all a human being also, to become a full-fledged human being. No, no, what will you become means what kind of job will you get from the age of three. <laughs> this madness has come because of this whatever the last century of poverty in the country, people are so deprived and they think if they don't have a job they won't eat anything. You know, it comes from a certain poverty consciousness, we must pass it, that generation is passed. Right now, if you have a few brain cells working, you can make a living, yes? You don't have to be qualified for anything. If you have a few brain cells working in your head, you can make a living. That's not an issue anymore. There was a time it was like that, it's no more like that. It's time we leave that, it's not about what you will become, how you will be. What will be the experience of your life? Will it become the peak experience or is it just a mediocre nonsense? This is the question. Because once you have come as a human being, whatever happens, it's not enough, something more needs to happen, yes or no? You may think you're doing different things. The man who goes to the temple, the man who goes to the bar, the man who goes to work, the man who goes to conquer the world, every one of them is just seeking a larger slice of life. Some people go to the mall, some people go to the PDS, just like that. Some people think it, it comes free in the temple, so they go there, somebody else go to conquer the world, somebody go shopping. What is it that you're trying to do? Just trying to have a larger slice of life. But it doesn't matter, if you gather the whole world around you, you will not have a larger slice. Your larger slice will happen only if your ability to perceive is enhanced. If your ability to experience is not enlarged, then you can have everything around you, still your experience is the same. Modern life is just that. No other generation had the things that we are having around us. Most homes are looking like a warehouse. <laughs> because they're shopping trips, they don't know where to keep it, everything is falling all over the people, there's no place for the people, full of things. But does it bring well-being or happiness or anything? No. You cannot determine the experience of what's happening within you from outside. It has to happen from within. And it is how enlarged your experience is, is how big your life is. Not about socially how big people think you are. That may work socially a few things for you, but it, do it doesn't work in terms of life. So when we say awareness, we are talking about the essential ingredient of life because only because you're aware, you're alive. Isn't it so? Yes. yes? 
Now the question is, how align? If we have to use an analogy, right now this light is, uh, you know, blinding me. <laughs> now, if you reduce the voltage, it'll be like this, it'll light up only that much. But they wanted to light up everything, so they turned up the voltage. So if you turn down the voltage, you'll see only this much, if you turn it up, you'll see that much, if you really turn it up, you'll see the entire hall. Awareness is the same thing. Because you're conscious or you're aware, you know something. Mm -hmm. If you become little more aware, you will know something more. If you know little more aware, something more. All these words are connected. Pragna, the word guru, all these things are connected because pragna means you're conscious. Because you're conscious, depending upon the intensity of your consciousness, accordingly your vision of everything around you is enhanced. Now the word guru means, gu means darkness, it's a four-letter word, you know. <laughs> Ru means dispeller. Yeah. So a guru is not supposed to teach you something, he's not supposed to give you a philosophy, not supposed to give you an ideology. It is just that he's supposed to throw little more light. Little more light means, if I… Sh suppose this hall is dark and you're only able to see the first two rows, you're not able to see them. If I flash the torchlight, you saw, oh, all those people, it's a whole world out there. But I switched off the torch. Then you know there is something now I have to see. What do I need? I need a torch beam of my own, okay? Right. <laughs> this is the job. <laughs> because the, the children in the home where I'm staying, they're declaring, he's, he's not like a guru, he doesn't talk like a guru, he doesn't look like a guru, he doesn't walk like a guru, he's not a guru <laughs> I'm very glad, I'm getting certified. Yes, yes. <laughs> now, about seeing everything the way it is, because if I want to walk through this, there are a whole lot of people right now, belief systems, you believe in God, all right? Now, I know in the corporate world, people have shifted this, I believe in myself. <laughs> Which is somewhat misplaced, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Both are misplaced. They produce different kinds of impact. Absolutely. See, belief means what? Essentially, belief means you are unwilling to admit what you do not know as I do not know. Mm. Whatever you do not know, you believe. If you believe, what it does to you is, it'll give you confidence. Confidence without clarity is a disaster. Right now, let us say, I cannot see these people, my vision is not clear. But I have great confidence, I'm going to walk through these people. You know what I will do? I'll step over everybody and go, because I'm very confident, the whole lot of people like this. If my vision is clear, I will go through this without even touching anybody. If my vision is not clear and I have no confidence, I will ask, please can somebody show me the way? But now I have no clarity, but I have confidence. It's a disastrous process. So believing in God, believing in yourself, believing in anything means, it's just a B word, you know. You're just bullshitting yourself about something that you do not know. Right, right. <laughs> what is the problem? What I know, I know, what I do not know, I do not know. What is the problem with this? If this much sincerity enters your life, come to this much. What I know, I know. What I do not know, I do not know. I don't believe anything, I don't disbelieve anything. I'm willing to look at everything. You will become a sensible human being and every one hour 
you remind yourself you're mortal and ex ex you know, celebrate with a smile that you're still alive, you will see wonders will happen to you <laughs>
And we're back. That was interesting, wasn't it? Yeah. I, quite, I really enjoyed that. I, I tried to like fall asleep, listen to it, like so I could just hear it going to my brain. But you it kept all made to sense. Get me to get in the zone, didn't you? But I was... you were fidgeting around. What do you think, though? Yeah, it was good. It was interesting. Did it, it make was sense? Kind of. I didn't know what was coming. So what we spoke yeah. about before, um, quite fitting, quite. There's a lot of things. Nice. Yeah, a lot of things he said in that we kind of ventured into earlier. It's quite interesting. And that was from your side, and you didn't know it was coming up. So I found that good. A serendipity, so obviously something's going on. That's good. We're hitting a flow. I'm not. I feel that I do feel refreshed, though. Yeah, we're I do. Last, we had a week off last week, so... God. Basically, I've been spending a lot of late evenings doing rehearsing, going to this thing, doing... Um, Sitting up mixing a Christmas song Ridiculously It's been busy isn't you but Been really out. mega busy And <clears throat> I really needed it And it's been great I've um I feel I've been going to bed early When I've been getting home from work You know I've been Yeah me too and Two weeks out. of freshness Nice <clears throat> And I do yeah I feel back Back in the saddle Man Yeah I was a bit worried About like What we're going to do tonight I wasn't worried But I didn't have a clue I was really ill today. I was off work today. I slept basically the whole day. So I was Ill. cold, shivering, but I knew I'd get better for the show. I knew I'd have enough energy for sleep and did it right and kind of time travelled through the illness. If you can sleep through an illness, bloody hell, it does good. But yeah, like glass dust in my neck. That's what it felt like. It's sore and felt nauseous and made it quite an adventure. I watched Gordon Ramsay. For some mm. reason, that's all I could handle this morning because I felt ill. You didn't get headache and stuff. I got to watch was Gordon Ramsay moaning about restaurants, but fixing them from the 2004 to all look old. It's all he ever did. It's all he ever does. But what I want to go back to earlier, like the thing about, I think you're going for it as well. Definitely, you're going. But from my personal point of view, this is like crossroads. Not the kind where you sell your soul. The kind where you make a decision. And I, was, I kind of felt like I've been given an eviction notice of my mind. life, and I've got like a year to get out. Right, I've given myself a year, and that's what it feels like. It's like you're not you're no longer in this life. You're going to take a turn, and it's going to send you a direction where you think you're supposed to be. That's what it feels like at the moment. So I've got, luckily, I've got a couple of good mates that have kind of helped kick it off with like Rob and my mate Adam, like. I made a decision that within a month I was going to find somewhere to have an exhibition and <clears throat> my mate Adam who's I love Adam he's brilliant one of my favourite people he somehow got himself a gallery that he sort of runs in Brighton so I'm going to do a show with him and basically within three days of making that decision I, f- I somehow connected with Adam again and got this exhibition set up and I'm really excited about it it's the first one I'm going to do and then I've got another one set up. Have I? Stop yawning. You're not even listening. I am listening. It's good, though. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) 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 Really pleased for you. Yeah, good. No, I am. It's good. And you're going through this mad creative stage of, like... Obviously, your rudder's been shifted somewhere else, isn't it? Well, this for some reason stupid software I've downloaded has got so many, <clears throat> so many branches to it that it's ridiculous. You've just I've got to channel it into one thing. I've got what are you try to aim for, like eventually the top. Yeah, what's that then? Like, what would be the best thing you could do that made you some money using uh, that software? 
Uh, probably the probably the the new hipster fashion of becoming a YouTuber in some no, but or or what? providing YouTube content. Pitch me not. like your ideal thing. You say I'm a I'm the million billionaire. Like, hey, come to my office, sell me your ideas, and I'll give you a thousand million pounds. Do what you want with it. Like, you can sell me it, but only if it's a good idea. Uh, just gonna put like. <laughs> Ideas and that together, and that no, um, that's not good enough. Edit it into some sort of no. Brilliant. Everyone says that brilliance. No, so <clears throat> I've obviously got my little puppet show that you've been mocking. Uh, which I think it's Jim Henson, but it's more like Jim Wrongson. No, Jim uh, Burville. No, I'll fix it. I'll <laughs> fix. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say a good Jim. 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 Jim Burin. Jim stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, carry on. So, um, what I'm going to do? So, I've got my little puppy show idea. I want to just create music and try and create some funny little skits and and use video editing software to make things. Still better. not convinced with my million pounds to give it to you because everyone could see that. Yeah, the problem. Yeah, the I problem want an actual is, film. No, I'm not giving you an idea. Why not? I'll give you one. No. Go on, you said it now. It's there. No, because if I give you my idea, somebody else will have it. Right, they won't be. That one's going to be that stupid. Just say it. Well, we've 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 made contact quite nicely with aliens. Someone who's quite funny. Who? John Dredge. Yeah. And based on that, we can find ways of channeling his comedy and funniness and write things and try and film things and just do things that I'm not, I don't want to give I'm not don't want to give picture, my ideas bigger away. picture what's the big picture the big picture you is, and him in an action movie no riding no, dinosaurs I don't want that I don't even That'd want to be a great film I want, what I like the idea of is writing a, a like a, a series a ten minute sitcom that's all you need weekly sitcom series not weekly just a funny little no six parters and then whatever release that's what I'm saying really Weekly, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, six, six, yeah, six, six part, once a week. That, wait a year, next six part. That's what I want to do. Yeah, something like that. Thank you. And, and I've got ideas, idea. but I don't want to. I don't want to talk about them because because he had thought of them. <laughs> yeah, partly that. It's just basically partly, the partly they're evolving. If I just buy it, it might work. Nobody's listening. Nobody cares. But still, I, I, I also it's like um, if I'm writing a song. And Louise comes in and looks over my shoulder while I'm writing lyrics. I, I, I cringe. Call them, uh, cringe. Yeah, no, I just don't let her see him. All right. I don't like. I don't like revealing the art until I consider it to be somewhere near finished. It's, it's never quite finished. Imagine if it's rubbish. It's always unfinished. But I've got no sympathy for you. Sympathy. Sympathy. So what? Wait, where are we? What's in the agenda? Um, I forgot what you're supposed well, to carry on. I'm telling people that you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. Oh, no, no, no! I know what we're doing. You're doing the song, stupid fool. Oh, we're going to do that now. Yeah. All right. Attempt it. Just build it up so it's fun. Hmm. Do you remember earlier when Billy like did that? Um, Hang on a minute. Let me just go and get my guitar, guys. Where's your guitar, guys? Are they outside? <laughs> <laughs> He's going <laughs> to strum some men like a guitar. He's got five stringed. Let's give it a little tune first. Sure does need it. Hey, that's a good song. Hey, I'm already tuning it. It's a Chinese song, tuning. Oh Jesus man. Sorry. He's from London. A bit loose with the tongue. <coughs> it's a nineties uh or probably an eighties uh or seventies band uh, tuning song. <laughs> Joke. Well I did sort of play about this earlier, I've got to get this right in my first. 
Let me do the, what I said about the boy uh, blues. Because then it'll like, be easy for you to carry on. Oh, I got it, I think. Yeah? Here we go. Can I go to the toilet first? Yeah, if you want. You're going to have to come around here and scroll this, actually. Oh. No, you won't, you won't, you won't, actually. Must be me, my legs are aching. This is our cr- country, so- country song? This is our country song that we wrote <laughs> a little while ago while we were just musing to ourselves, as you may have heard. Overshadowed by smelly poo-poos Couldn't catch the eye of no city boy Here I am devoted to old Eric How I love the way you look in your brown jeans can't believe I let the smart cloud my Where the smelly poo-poo stand When the wispy wheelie bits around I'll ride my sucker truck with you by my side What are you doing? No, it's alright. There's a whisper in the toilet breeze Reminding me of Ross Kemp That whisper builds That whisper cries Ross Kemp in morning skies A boom, 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 boom You appear on the horizon Brushing that angry hair from your eyes City folk, fancy gadgets Cement poo-poo like grey tombs What the hell is this? I could sing that easily It's awful You play the guitar and I'll sing it Send me the song I'm not sending you, you have to come around here uh, I can't, I've got my mic No, you can't, you can't do it Can? Oh, I'll tell you what we'll do I'll tell you what we'll do Stop seats Got the idea just swap seats. No, no, I've just got swap seats. 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 Can you swap your seat? Can you swap seat? Can you swap seats with everyone on the beat? On the beat. On the beat. On swap your seat. On seat. On the on the beat. On swap your swap 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 your seat. Imagine that is absolutely awful. What? Those lyrics. I thought they worked. They don't. Work. You just don't know how to sing them properly. Alright, here we go. Cold. Yeah. Don't make that noise and don't do that in my microphone. What? Let's wait for this advert to finish. Anyone think we're on the radio now? Here we go, Daniel. This is your song. You've got to do it. Yeah, headphones. Get them for you now. Here comes the lyrics. Put your headphones on. Put your headphones on. Where do you start? Why are you picking this song? It's rubbish. Just do it. Oh, not this one. I'm going to pick one. Wait. Rubbish. Not upbeat enough. 
the funeral parlor. Can't sing like this. My voice needs to go up and down. No, these are like, uh, like proper country songs. Make them, uh, make them fresh. Just put Hank Williams instrumental. Oh, I know instrumental. Uh, I hope I'm not right now. Yeah, go try that one. Yes. Blood and gravy and eggs and cheese. You can't do the song if you're gonna sneeze. Let's stop doing it. What the hell's going on? You put on the worst bloody songs I've ever heard in my life. You've ruined everything. You just have. get out. Get you out. Even... Just get out. You can't just do nothing. Just get out. Right. Ever. Out of the way. I will. Just to. Did you ruin the show? Just to. That was your idea, and up. you've made me do that. What are you doing? Who's Joanne? Who's who's messaging me? Oh, sh- someone's messaging me. Well, right. Um, anyway, that was awful. Well, put on a proper song and I'll just freestyle. No, we're not doing that now. You idiot. I'm going to put a song on. What one? Put one of mine on. No. What time is it? It's my time. Ready? Yeah. Here it goes. One, two, three. One, two, three, four, go. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Four, five, six, seven, two. Here go, 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 go. Here it comes. Here it comes. Advert. 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 Advert.
Radio, 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 CRMK. I saw a live badger the other day. Did you? Well, they do exist. They are real. I've seen live badgers. Have you? Yeah. On a walk. It's a good walk through some woods or camping. And this walk took us about two hours, but we ended up at a pub, but through the woods we saw a badger set and it looked right at me in the eyes I felt really blessed to see such a sight it's usually they're inflated sort of slightly dusty yellowed versions on the side of roads on their backs looking like balloons Um, started to bond with my dog recently <clears throat> when we first got her she was like really don't know just a little bit skittish of me and a little bit sort of standoffish we've had her for about nine months and in this last couple of weeks but this real connection and uh, this kind of warmth now where actually she just come she does come to me for not for any other reason than for, for different reasons than food just, you know, I'll sit on the say or lay on the bed and she'll sort of jump up and she'll kind of just nuzzle her head on my head and stuff like that. And that is something I didn't really have of it before. And it's quite, um, it's quite calming when you get that sort of interaction with an animal. And then forget the time with the budgie. It used to sit on my chin, on my chest. It was called Vivian. And it would, it would peck my lip. Because I used to have to, when it was sitting on my chest, I'd be laying on the sofa. And just be going. And they purr as well. They make that sort of noise. So I'd just do that. Make that little screeching noise. And every time I stopped, it used to peck my lip. It used to want me to carry on. What a funny little connection that is. And like we're really good friends. Like he's he's two versions, there's him in the house and him in the garden. And like at night time sometimes I go out with him for a little walk in the garden. And it becomes funny. It's like he's smiling. He'll he'll run up the climbing flame and he'll want me to put my hand up and he'll attack it. But at no point does the claws penetrate my skin. Like, it's really fast, it's super fast, the claws are right out, and they just touch my skin. At no point does he ever hurt me, ever scratch me, and, like, he's running super fast, and then we'll walk and walk together, and he comes in the house, and, like, at night time, he'll just cuddle me. Like, he'll, sometimes he'll just put his arms up my neck and, like, just snuggle right into my face, and or if he's sort of down the bed, he'll put his paw out, just so he's touching part of me, like, connected and stuff, and... We're really good friends. Like he trusts me completely, and I trust him, and I completely see him as an equal in my world.
when I was about 11 or 12, I started knocking about this little group. And prior to that, I used to kind of just sit indoors for quite a little while when you sort of finish school, come home and, you know, just doss around indoors and play on the computer or whatever. Didn't really have a lot of going out friends at that stage. And then all of a sudden, right, about 11 or 12, I'd mates in school, but just never really hung out after school. And then all of a sudden, this little crowd... I started knocking about with and just kind of roaming the streets and playing football over the park and all that sort of stuff. And we used to have this wicked five-a-side court, big high fences, metal fences. And we used to go over there and play a lot. And we used to play um, Wembley, Wembley doubles, amongst other things. So you'd have go into pairs and if there were six of you, there'd be th- three teams playing against each other with one goalie. And uh, it was great fun. And I'll never forget one time... Stuart Piper, he was a right tight little uh, little knobhead, and he was um, he had some Ribena, and everybody was playing, and nobody had any drink, and he was sat behind the goal because he was out, so there was still a game going on, but he was out, so he sat down, he got his Ribena out, and then all these kids all sort of swarmed around him, oh, let's have a drop of your drink, no, no one's having a drop, no one's having a drop, he's being really tight with his drink. And just as he said, no one's having a drop, I unleashed an absolute thunderbolt, scored the goal and it went behind the goal and hit his Ribena carton and completely exploded it all over his face and went always wearing a white top completely (laughs) completely covered him from head to toe that was a good memory Well, I remember two events in my life where someone said to me, well done, Rainer. And it was both by the same teacher, but a year apart. The first time was when I was at middle school and I was terrible at football. And uh, I was, it was inter-house football, so I had to be picked. And I remember Sam... Uh, in my class he passed the ball back to the goalkeeper and their striker just ran onto it and kicked the ball into the net and I shouted out Sam you bloody plonker and the referee blew his whistle and sent me off and I walked off the pitch and Mr McFarlane went well done Rainer and then the second time this happened it was a you remember when you skip like theatre groups used to come into your school this was still in middle school and they did this like play about I think it was teach about sort of growing up and sex and stuff and I remember uh, what was it uh, there's a line that everyone really laughed at I think someone like well you use condoms something like that and like from middle school that was quite funny back in the 80s or whatever it was anyway as the play finished everyone clapped and then it went quiet and I was at the back row and I was sitting on the back of the chair so I was higher up so I could see over everyone and I remember burping really loud but not doing it on purpose and this massive loud burp came out and filled the whole room and everyone in that room all the kids just laughed their heads off like it erupted and the theatre actors were laughing and I, was, and I remember like sitting on the on the the top of the chair and just sinking down into my chair re- going really red really embarrassed but I kind of I should have been proud of that moment and I remember walking back to the classroom 
And it must have been the winter because it's quite dark outside, so it must have been like around Christmas. I was presuming it would be because that's when they would put, put, put plays on. And Mr. McFarlane walked past me and just went, Well done, Raider. I used to play Sunday league football for a brief period, probably from about the age of 11 up to about 15, 16. And I was playing for Beckton Colts, and uh, I was a right back. And I weren't bad, but I weren't great. I was terrible, actually. Pretty awful. But I knew how to kick a ball straight, and I wasn't completely inept, but, you know. Anyway, so based on that, based on the fact that I wasn't particularly very good, this one game... I picked up the ball, made a tackle in the, in the right back position, and just decided to run. And I just ran the full wing of the pitch, being chased, taking people on. Not quite Maradona, just ran forward. Just didn't, you know, wasn't weaving in and out. And, uh, you know, kind of held these players off. Got up to the byline, hit this beautiful cross. Perfect. And Lee Wilson, I'll never forget it, he volleyed it over the bar. I've never forgiven him for that. That was that was horrible. It's just like that was a pure moment of glory. People, you know, people yelling, "Pass it!" because <laughs> they knew I was probably going to lose it. Pass it! But I didn't. Just kept hunting them down. And then there was just one other time, which was another nearly nearly did it. I scored for my school, but I didn't score from ever score Sunday league. And I was outside the box, and I think it had been a, a corner. And so I went up, and I was outside the box, and as the ball came flying over, I hit it full pelt on the volley. Perfect volley. Bang on the crossbar. And it was that beautiful sound. Almost as good as scoring a goal. I mean, it was an absolute beauty. But it never went in. It's a story of my life. Those, those, all those nearly near misses. All those coulda, shoulda. Only a silly goal in Sunday League football. I remember when I was young and I had... I don't know if anyone remembers Adventure People. They're a Fisher-Price brand in the size of Star Wars figures, but they're better than Star Wars, and I was saying some at that age... The vans, the motorbikes, everything was so well built and brilliant. They had a parachute, the figures looked cool. Um, but why am I talking about Fisher Price? Oh yeah, right. I had a Fisher Price fighter jet, it like a like a McDonald Douglas or something. Really nicely built, and my mate was flying it around the room, and I had a tape recorder. And I used to record, we used to do little mess around with tape recorders because I was I was recording him just like talking and stuff and I was talking doing stupid stuff and he was flying the plane around the room and he went I'm taking the plane on a Woosley trip and like and he kept on talking and then I got that bit of tape and I kept rewinding it and I kept rewinding it and I kept rewinding it to the point where he's going I'm taking a plane on a woozy trip I'm taking a plane on a woozy trip I'm taking a plane on a woozy trip I'm taking a plane I'm taking a plane I'm taking a plane on a woozy trip I did that for hours I was obsessed by playing that it really made me laugh every time I played that back to myself it just made me laugh
To that song before well I have I've heard it a gazillion times it's good it's not the sort of thing I'd re- usually like but it does something to me I think 
the music I can't stand a woman's voice but the music gives me rushes it's nice but I don't, time. I don't like uh, I don't so like how you f- how are you doing on that it's, uh, it's got to be just, a HD version alright settle down you've told me that seven, 17 done the filter times. HD not yet because there's only one copy on the whole internet so what are you going to say to the, the, the people at home and the people S- listening to the podcast right now stand by your plan and let it be the thing you do because you can do it if you practice along enough and get the skills to do it and want to do it do it do it, do it, do it. Talk. <laughs> Thank you for listening. It's the Monkey that, Blade mate. Radio Shit Is. Oh, uh, yeah. You've all been good. Thanks a lot. This has been the best show we've ever done. Uh, yeah. Apart from the... No, this is the best one. No, it's so terrible. Far. I liked it. I felt relaxed. Did you? Considering I didn't. But yeah, I was. I liked it. Good for you. Well, you found it. Oh, you found it. Yeah, he's found it. No... Good night, everybody. Make it happen, baby. Make it happen, baby. Make it happen. Make it happen, baby. Make it happen. Make it happen, baby. I love it lost. I'm intense. I said I still to the light. I sense what I must say to you. I cannot express. Come